All right, all right, all right. Hey, folks. So I wanted to um, answer some more fun questions, uh, common ones I get, especially when I'm running an op in some field. I always get, hey, where is URA's field, right? Where's your field at? Um, and, and it looks like some of you guys have been posting the Discord, what does it take to run a field? What, what do you need? And uh, so I felt I'd, I'd kind of talk a little bit about that. Let's dive in. So where's your race field? Well, as you guys heard, um, we used to have one, 20 acres out on, on Hopkins. Ran that for, oh, man, maybe five, seven years, something like that. It's a good old time. Um, but, you know, now now we don't have one. It uh, doesn't mean we didn't try. Uh, trust me. Me, like a lot of you guys, the dream is to own my own, right? Absolutely. Um, maybe I'll win the lottery one day and, and one of the owners will get a phone call. But, um, you know, I've actually come close three times to get of opening a field. And opening a field is, is no no easy task. And you got to play smart, right? You got you can't just jump in, right? Um, you know, you got to get insurance, waivers, liability, all that stuff, right? That's typically about fifteen two thousand 2000 a year with the venues I was looking at, at least. And, um, aside from that, you, you're going to lose your weekends. <laughs> you know? You're going to, you, it's going to take some time, some, some, some patience, right? It's, it's, it's no walk in the park. Ask any of the owners, right? It's, it's asking the owners talk about business licensing and taxes and all that stuff. Um, st strawberry does all our taxes and I got to tell you guys, it's no picnic. All right. It, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of paperwork, a lot of headaches, <laughs> but, um, well, owning a field, guys, you know, I'll probably get some owners on here like Jim or John or somebody and talk about their field for you guys eventually. Um, but it's no picnic, man. Just because you got a, a nice plot of land, if you're going to go legit, it takes a lot. Not to mention the fact that you got to make sure that it's cleared out by the county and you get the right um, zoning and all that stuff, which I had to go through uh, before with the three fields I was trying to open. Yeah, that's right. Three. Three. You know, the, the first one was right after we lost Underwoods and we lost Blackstone. And I actually, uh, Blackstone's owner put me in contact with a gentleman who was interested in leasing his, his farm. And it was going to be about 30 acres. You know, it's perfect. That's all we needed. Just something fun. And, and we can work a lot with that, right? Contacted the guy. We had a lot of conversations. And uh, let's just say he tried to do it himself. He cut me out. Tried doing himself out a month or two later. I get a phone call. Hey, I want you to help out because I kind of knew my stuff a little bit. And I told him, no, you know, not, not, no, I'm not working with somebody like that. So, so I'm saying, guys, if you're ever thinking of doing something and endeavor, be smart. Don't just jump into any opportunity, you know. Um, second time um, was, I believe, I want to say it was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, it was 2019. The fall of 2019, no, sorry, spring, spring of 2020. That's what it was. No, yeah, it was definitely 2020. I think it was spring and then it was fall. Yeah. So anyway, um, spring 2020, um, I actually, I was talking with, the, with Dinwiddie County. I found a plot of land. I actually had investors. We were, we, you know, we were looking at a, at a, at a huge drop to buy 50 acres worth of land. There was this awesome patch out in Dinwiddie County, the middle of almost nowhere, right? It was an awesome patch. It was this old uh, lumber quarry 
that they had cleared out, right? And it was great because all the trees on the property were all pines. I love it because it's low maintenance. And I love a, you guys have ever been in a pine forest, you know? Oh, dude, I love it. No crunch. Everybody can sneak around and be snipers. It's, it's phenomenal. For all you T888 guys out there, Dude, how many stick wars are we doing the, in the Sleepy Hollow? Just uh, just throwing it out there. Anyway, that's a private joke. All right, but um, awesome spot. All the trees were like 10, 12 feet tall. That was it. They had just been cut. You know, um, it, it looked perfect, right? And, and the, right in the price range and everything. It looked great. Um, talked with the county. Was working on the zoning. Was getting the lawyers involved and all that stuff. And um, lo and behold, um, when they found out what we wanted to do with it, they immediately nixed our proposal and we pulled out of buying the land because apparently a paintball venue tried to do the same thing and turn that plot of land into a sports complex, which we wanted to their stuff, obviously. And um, the reason it was denied is because it connected to five or six other properties. And those people who owned the properties didn't want some damn sports complex using their access road, believe it or not, because the property we were going to buy was kind of the donut hole of a donut of properties, right? And there's one access road that connected everybody together and they didn't want a lot of traffic on that road. So there's no way getting around it because it was in the middle of a donut. Oh, it sucked. And I talked a lot with the County about it and they said, there's no wiggle room. Those guys aren't wiggling, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, dude, that sucks. So, um, anywho, we nixed that idea, waited a couple more months to fall 2020 and um we found another plot of land heck yeah baby we found another 55 acres um this one would have this one was pretty neat it was like a big open forest of 50 some acres about um believe it i think it was about 20 acres of it, it was open field so we already had basically a parking lot built <laughs> and uh, i had this huge like 4,000 square foot old colonial house it was a little, it was a little ratty, but I mean, it, all we saw when we were looking at the property was this is going to be an awesome base, right? It's huge freaking farmhouse, you know? Um, and we're like, all right, this is good. It's got plumbing. It's got water already. It's zoned already perfectly. Everything was looking good. We were talking to the realtor, talking to, 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 to getting the loans and everything straight and making sure everything was straight with the county and everything. It was, it was going smooth. Investors were really happy with this location. And, um, then COVID struck that dirty Chinese virus struck and all of my investors pulled out Had multiple investors. They all pulled out and we, and we lost it and we lost it, unfortunately. So that was the, that was the, the final straw was that, that third one, you know, after we had everything straight and COVID kind of pulled out um, because each, each venue was a couple weeks worth of work, you know, to get everything straight and buttoned up to be able to purchase a, a land order. It was kind of nuts. Um, that third property, that would have been kind of in kind of Gucci in a little bit, been perfect, you know? Um, so, so, um, didn't pull the trigger. Instead, I pulled the trigger, started talking. And that is kind of what helped catapult red dawn, our first conflict series, because I just some thinking, talking to some of the guys and talking with some of the owners. And I said, you know, there's enough freaking fields out there. You know, there was probably two-thirds of what there is now. There's new fields, I feel like, opening every six months around here. But, you know, I said, ah, let's just try to connect everybody together. And that's what we did with Red Dog. We had some fun. You know, so 
you know, to answer those questions, what, what does it take to open a field, man? It takes a lot. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. I go through the courts. I go through the county, uh, you know, offices, you know, insurance, waivers, liability. And now the waiver systems, liability systems are getting even tougher right now because from what I'm hearing, this doesn't make sense. Um, there's only like two or three primary airsoft, airsoft insurance companies left um, because of all the eye issues. Um, and it's the stupidity, you know, people breaking rules. Um, the one that I work with is still in business, thank God. Um, but I don't think they're going anywhere, to be honest with you. They've been around forever. They're just about where every field I know uses. Um, but, but yeah, there it is. So, you know, running a field, guys, it, it could be great. Will URA ever have their own field? I, I, I don't know. I, uh, as, as the dream, I'm just like many of you guys, is I would love to own my own field and run ops. But guess what? I can run ops all the time and have the flexibility to hang with my family running the events that URA already does. So I'm kind of I'm kind of comfy. You know, ask me again after I win the lottery, and and we'll see what, what happens. You know, um, so if you might want to give me some lotto tickets, you know, uh, send them my way. But anyway, there's a little bit of history on you on, on, on fields and, and dreams and and fields and is is you already ever get one? I don't know. So anyway, guys, that's a, a quick one for you. A quick one for you. Hope it answers some of those questions you guys had. And uh, I'll catch you soon.